0: On today's episode, we're going to interview the founder of Swag.com, and he's going to take us through his journey from zero to 10 million plus in revenue in just three years. That's a 2000% increase in revenue. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned.
1: Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show, and I'm your host, Kune Campbell. Now, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about business-to-business e-commerce and the astronomical 2,000% growth this company called Swag.com managed to achieve in just three years. So they started from zero and are slated this year to hit $10-11 in revenue as a result of Blood, sweat, and hustle. You know, just they, they're a phenomenal company. Jeremy Parker, the founder who I interviewed, has done a phenomenal job at um, initially, you know, knocking door to door at um you know businesses and ensuring that you know um they had product market fit you know people wanted what they were selling essentially which were you know branded t-shirts you know um mugs and the like you know loads not now they sell a lot of branded you know merchandise so essentially branded merchandise they sell and um so Year one was not necessarily e-commerce. It was just knocking at doors, you know, making phone calls and, you know, ensuring that they were getting those, you know, those sales, those deals in. And once they did that, they started to do a lot more pull and push marketing um, by advertising on Google and, you know, um, you know, doing direct mail and doing a lot more other things, right? These guys have also managed to, um, you know, buck the trend, you know, go against the, the trend essentially um, in, in 2020, because a lot of businesses in in their, you know, space has, have suffered. So rather than going on a one-to-one, whereby, you know, if I order like t-shirts, you know, with thousands, t-shirts it's delivered to my office and then at the office the hr department distributes or admin distributes you know the thousand t-shirts what they they have managed to do is create an entire um you know um self-serve system where individual Employees in a company, um, can get these delivered to them now in the pandemic straight to their homes, essentially. And that has allowed them grow, um, you know, way, way, way ahead of competition and the industry at large. So the many why you should really listen to this interview is to just understand the way Jeremy thinks as a founder. Um, he, when problems come, his problem solving skills are very unique because it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of smart and a bit of, you know, hustle, you know, just pure hustle. Um, it's a very, very interesting, you know, um, conversation I had with him. I took a lot of notes over, you know, the interview and, um, the the, the the other story you, you don't want to miss in this one is how they got their domain name, swag.com. You can imagine how expensive it is. I asked him in this interview. It's something you should just listen to, you know, to, to, to understand how smart these guys are. Now, um, if you haven't already, and before I let you go, um, if you haven't already... Um, subscribe to this episode If this is your first time actually listening to the 2x e-commerce podcast show please um try and subscribe hit the subscribe button it helps us tremendously you know get exposure you know whether you find us on youtube itunes you know soundcloud google play store anywhere you know whatever wherever you you get your podcast if the first time listening to it hit subscribe now if your podcasting platform um has a review Leave also a review, um, positive or negative. Um, you know, so if I think iTunes is the major platform that 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 you know supports reviews go on to the itunes you know apple itunes um or it's called apple podcast these days and leave us a review i'd love a five star but you know um be honest with whatever you're living. um it would help us it would expose us and um also share you know episodes you find interesting share with your team with your colleagues um on social media this stuff helps us essentially and it keeps us going we've been around for over five years it'll be coming to six years now and i just appreciate every one of you okay i'm gonna let you go now enjoy this episode it is with jeremy parker founder of swag.com cheers behind on planning for black friday and cyber monday well playview is here to help Klaviyo is the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for online brands of all kinds and all sizes. With email automation, SMS marketing, list growth tools, and more, more, you'll get everything you need to build strong relationships that keep your customers coming back. And with the holiday season right around the corner, there's no time like the present. Get up and running quickly with Klaviyo's lightning-fast integrations pre-built marketing automations and the beautiful email templates whether you're a billion dollar business or just starting out clivio is the e-commerce marketing platform for growth during the holidays and long after get a free trial at klaviyocom 2x that is k-l-a-v-i-y-o.com slash 2x Remember to head over to rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2x e commerce podcast for a full month trial. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2x e commerce podcast. Here I'm your host, Kunle Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Um, so, if you work in marketing, um, you're a founder at a direct to consumer e commerce business, this show is going to help you sell more, essentially, directly to your consumers or customers, more or less. So each week, as you know, if you tune in on a regular basis, I interview an expert, a founder of a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business or a representative from a best-in-class e-commerce SaaS product. And we're focused on helping you improve growth metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately sales. Now, um, on today's show, um, I think when I had the opportunity to, to just interview Jeremy Parker, who's the CEO of this company... Um, I just jumped at it I was like yes I'm, I'm going to do it because um, first of all the, the 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 name the brand name is so memorable it's just called swag.com and it pretty much does what it says on the tin it, 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 it's a it's more or less a, a warehouse marketplace a product where companies can um, go into purchase swag for the business. So, you know, whether it's t-shirts, you know, whether it's mugs, whether it's notepads, you know, you name it. So think about going, for, attending a conference or onboarding a new, um, a, a new, um, employee, you know, what are the things you're going to give, from your brand or a new customer, new customer of yours, a new client of yours, you know, what are the things that you're gonna to give to them, or the products you're gonna to give to them, branded products. Um, you just go to swag.com um and then um you pretty much you know make that order. Now um they are by no means a small business. <laughs> um, they are doing really, really good numbers. I believe you guys are hitting, you're about to hit about 10 million this year. Um, and they have customers such as Starbucks, AOL. Amazon, Netflix, Spotify, so you know the drill. Mercedes, WeWork, Virgin, so they have quite enterprisey clients, and they're able to really serve this client. And in this pandemic, which we're going to talk about, you can imagine um, the the decline in the demand for swag because many conferences, most conferences, have moved virtually. But these guys actually went against the tide to, to grow. Now, I think I'm babbling way too much. Um, I just want to just introduce you, Jeremy. Welcome to the show, Jeremy.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be
0: here. Okay, fantastic. Um, could you take a minute or maybe even two to introduce yourself and twag.com, what, what you guys are all about? I probably haven't done you a um, great deal of, um, from the intro.
2: No, you did a great job. No, so swag.com, we're the best place for companies to buy quality promotional products that you'll actually want to keep. So what we've done is we've streamlined the best of what's out there. You don't have to search through thousands of mugs or thousands of notebooks. We've done the heavy lifting. Over 95% of the products we tested didn't make the cut. And what we spend time a lot doing is streamline the experience for buying of swag. You find what you want, you upload your logo. Our system could detect how many colors are in your logo and the nearest Panto match. So we're making sure you get Coca-Cola red and not Staples red. It's right. very important the details matter. Right. Then you can go through the checkout flow and just purchase. And about two years ago, we saw a real shift of this work from home culture of people maybe not wanting to go across the country to a business meeting. Maybe they didn't want to send or, or you know fly across the country for a trade show, etc. So we built this whole distribution platform with the click of a button. When you're going through our checkout flow, you can decide, do I want to send it to my address or my office? Or I click a button that says, hold my swag and in inventory, easily distribute it. It tells our system, hold all this swag in our fulfillment center, and then you can distribute it on command. You can send it to one address or thousands of addresses at once. If you don't have the recipient's address of your employees, your best customers, you can easily create a recipient branded landing page, capture the information, what t-shirt size they are, what product do they want, what address are they? It all speaks to our system and we can distribute it. So we built this robust platform and we started doing it based on an e-commerce platform that really led into this much bigger thing and we've grown. We have over 5,000 companies at this point. As you mentioned before, we work with Spotify and Netflix and TikTok and Facebook and Google, Amazon, um, and small startups. So you could be a company that has 24 t-shirts, 10 t-shirts, or a company that's buying, you no, know, 20,000 t-shirts at once. Yeah. We really could help you out. So love yeah. to be here. Thanks so much for having me.
0: No, a pleasure, a pleasure. And um, yeah, you guys are doing a brilliant job. So how old is, is Swag.com
2: yeah, so we started early 2016. So we're just finishing up our fifth year. Um, this year, we were named the 218 fastest growing company in the U.S. on the Inc. 500, um, mm-hmm. which is really great, and the fastest growing promotional product company in the yeah. in the U.S. Oh,
0: let's talk numbers. What did you do in 2016? What are you doing now? What are you expected to do now? I did mention the 10 million this year expectation. I think you've smashed that or you've almost smashed that. Um, so, so what, what's a growth trajectory in in the business thus far from? Yeah. So we
2: started the first year, 2016, we did about 350,000 in sales. Mm -hmm. It was very manual. It was me and my co-founder, you know, knocking on doors and we had no platform at this point. So it was like, we were traveling salesmen but we use that first year to really learn from our customers on a a human level, what should be the platform to build. We use that knowledge. We launched the first version of the e-commerce site in 2017, did 1.1 million approximately. 2018, the site's getting better. did about 3 million in sales in 2018. 2019, we did 6.9 million in sales. This year from January and February, we were doubling up our January and February numbers of last year. So we were on track to hit that 14 million mark. And then obviously the pandemic hit us. Now the whole industry as a whole, was really suffering in terms of this pandemic, because it makes sense. You know, HR managers are not buying swag to onboard their new hires because no one's really hiring right now. Marketing teams are not buying swag for trade shows because there are no trade shows. The office manager who historically bought swag for the company culture in the office is not doing it right now because no one's in the office, but we've had to pivot really to really focus on the distribution side of the business. We're realizing that everyone's so disconnected, but how do you keep the company culture thriving even when no one's in the office? So having this easy platform where you could just buy swag and distribute it in a matter of seconds really keeps teams together, really keeps you and your customers engaged, really helps close leads that you maybe haven't talked to in a while, and also humanizes these virtual events and makes it more meaningful by sending them something in the mail. This year, we're about to break 10 million already, so we should do about 11 million in this year.
0: Okay. Incredible, incredible growth trajectory. Um, you've grown pretty much 10x in the last four years or three years. Big question I have is how do you sell it? You know, there's one thing about saying you have distribution, you have the capabilities of distribution. There's another thing convincing the HR manager that, you know, um, in order to retain company culture, um, they should, you know, um, you know, send swag to all their customers. So how have you been able to sell the distribution strength of swag.com thus far to, to, to essentially go against the tide of the very slow um, market you're in at the minute?
2: We're also disconnected. I know this as a founder of my company, everyone's working remotely. We've been eight months out of the office. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to keep the company culture going. It's, it's, it's hard. It's something that's very hard, but it's so meaningful and so important. You know, when you're in the office, you could see every single employee. I could bump into an employee that I might not have every day to day business with, but mm-hmm. I see them by the coffee machine and we start talking and we start talking about the weekend and you had this kind of culture building where you, maybe ideas could spark. And there's just a lot of things that are missing now that we're not in the office. I think a lot of office managers, and HR managers, and marketing teams realize that there's such a disconnect, and they want to keep their company culture thriving. So they're looking for gifts. They're looking to give their employees something to show that they care. And swag.com is all about that. So we're writing a lot of pieces of content. We're doing some Google ads and SEO and partnerships, different kinds of ways to let people know We're the place that you want to come if you want to give your employees, your best customers, your leads, something quality, something that they'll actually want to keep. A big kind of no-no for swag and what's been out there for a while is what we call throwaway swag, products that you buy that end up in the trash. It not only hurts your company uh, because it's tarnishing the brand, but it's also costing your company money. So we're all about curating what's out there, only offering products that are the best in breed, even having products on our site that have never done promotional products before. Bellroy Backpacks, No More London, really exclusive premium brands that would have never done promotional products before. But now, because our site doesn't feel like the throwaway schlocky promotional product site, they're willing to work with us. So really always put Pushing for the foremost and kind of our mission is only offering quality. I think when people see that, when people come to our site, when they're looking at the product selection that we offer, I think they understand the benefit and the use case and how it's going to help them.
0: Okay. Okay. Right. Um, a lot of people will be wondering, you know, a lot of people just like how uh, I wondered, um, how did you get the domain swag.com? It doesn't sound like it was cheap. Or did you, um, did you buy the domain years ago um, with Foresight?
2: Yeah, this is a good question. Uh, When we started the business, we knew we needed to own the brand in the space. Uh, promotional products is such an interesting business because it's all about helping our customers, right? You help Facebook and let their brand shine. We let help Amazon, let their brand shine. But all the kind of promotional product companies in this space really haven't focused on their own brand. And if I was the buyer and I put myself in the buyer's shoes at Facebook, and I'm going to a promotional product company, wouldn't I want to work with a company that their brand aligns with my brand or my aesthetic? So we really try to own that brand, own that name. Now, it was very expensive to buy swag.com. We knew how memorable it was. We knew that was exactly what the current buyer, the millennial buyer today is calling it. So we reached out to the owner, you know, somebody who was you know, sitting on it for many years. They were asking a crazy amount for the name. We ultimately ended up negotiating the price down significantly, and we still didn't have enough money to buy it. So we worked out a deal with the owner where we basically give him a small percentage of the company as like an investor, and we would exclusively license the domain name for a two-year period with the option to buy. So it allowed us from day one to have this domain name, to launch it, to be this brand, to build that SEO value. And that when we could prove out the model and prove out that the name was powerful and meaningful, then we could ultimately use that sales money to reinvest and buy the domain name. And that's what we did about eight months after we launched the business.
0: Eight months. Wow. Wow! 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 That's incredible. Okay, let's let's talk about operations. Um, so so what does operations look like? Um, do you you do you, do you have a warehouse? Um, do you work with, you know, um, partners? How did you, you know what what is the setup now from an operational standpoint? Um, when I when I log into the website, um, say I want to look for a mog, which I'm I'm on now. I'm on the custom mugs section, and I upload my my logo to it. Mm-hmm. What set of events does this trigger on the back end?
2: Sure, yes. Yeah. So we work with over a 100 different suppliers. And those suppliers, we've spent the years and we're constantly testing and vetting, adding new suppliers, removing suppliers, making sure we have the best and breed products and suppliers that we like to work with. We're integrated with many of these suppliers, our core suppliers, where we know the inventory counts in real time. So on their end, if they ever run low on a specific product or a color or a skew, it will automatically hide it from our site. So we don't even offer it to our customer base to make sure that we're not selling things that we don't actually have the inventory of. So that's very important. But once you find your mug that you're looking for, you upload your logo, the price adjusts in real time, you check out, takes literally less than three minutes to check out on our site. We automatically create a PO and send that PO to the supplier. They create a virtual mock-up we send that virtual mock-up to you to get approval. Once you approve it, it notifies our system automatically to start production. And then we produce the product and drop ship it directly to your office or to your location. If you select that you want to hold your swag and inventory, we ship those products to our fulfillment center for warehousing distribution. You log into the back end, you go to your my inventory portal. Think of it as like an online swag closet. You see all of your products in real time, the exact you know, number of products. You could manage your inventory whenever you're running low with you smart notifications. You could reorder really easily, or you could distribute it. So you get to easily manage exactly what you have at all times.
0: Okay. So you have a one-to-many distribution mm-hmm. system, essentially. And, um, and you also have a one to one in the event the company really wanted to take stock of of the item is that is that exactly right
2: right yeah, you could you could send it to one office. so let's say back in the day when everyone's at their office, you could buy a hundred mugs and send it right right to your office. That's the historical the normal process of how promotional products are built. What mm. we've added to that is a layer of, well, if now all your remote employees are living everywhere, right? You have employees in Israel, you have employees in Texas in New York and Florida, right? We don't even know, or your customers or your leads, you want to engage with people. How do you engage with them when they're not all at a central point? So we built this tool that it's not a whole separate platform where you have to sign a membership fee. It's none of that. It's an extension of our e-commerce site. So you go onto our site, you buy hundred mugs with the click of a button, you're telling our system to now hold your stuff in our fulfillment center. Once it's in our fulfillment center, you can decide to send this person a mug and this person five mugs. You can upload a CSV file of a thousand different addresses. We'll calculate the shipping costs in real time. You'll pay for it. Now we're shipping a mug to a thousand different locations. If you don't have the addresses, you could create a recipient branded landing page to capture the address of your recipients, to capture what products they want, what t-shirt size they are all these different information, you could set it up that only your marketing closet gets access to certain swag and your sales closet gets access to other swag. So you could really break it down by department, by location. If Jennifer and your marketing team wants to distribute swag as over $50, you could set it up that the admin will have to approve or reject her order. So we built this robust platform where it's a distribution platform, but it's also a swag management platform. And it really allows different divisions um, and different companies who work differently to manage their swag in their own way.
0: So I guess your build upfront for inventory, and then with shipping, with individual shipping, you're, you're, you're charged again? How, how would that that's work? Exactly,
2: that's exactly how it works. Uh, yeah. But what we like to say is, if you were going to distribute to 100 different locations, what would the process be? You would need to buy it and ship it to your home at this point, or your office, exactly. if you are a working office. You would have to package up yourself, which takes a lot of time. And then you would be hit with shipping charges, shipping it to 100 different locations. Yeah. So we're just handling it for you, but we're actually doing it a lot cheaper, because we get great shipping rates, and we charge you what we get charged. So we're not looking to make money on the shipping. We're not making money on any of this distribution stuff. It's all to make your lives easier. We're making money on the swag production because that's our bread and butter. But we want to make the whole process easy for you. And we understand it, that it's difficult. It's complicated. It's cumbersome. Let us handle it for you and let us automate this entire experience for you.
0: That makes sense. Makes sense. Let's talk marketing now. Um, So obviously you're in the b2b space when we, if we think about it so what does b2b e-commerce look like is it is it still is it B two B marketing? Well, how do you go about acquiring customers? I mean, your your growth rate's been phenomenal. You know, starting out with about one million in two thousand and seventeen, and then you're about to hit eleven. That's you know an eleven x growth in in the last three years. So how have you been able to consistently? I, I mean, the the leap from two thousand and eighteen to two thousand nineteen is, is is phenomenal. You know, almost two to to seven million in revenue. So so how have you been able to? Has, have this been large purchase orders, or has this been due to a you know um, a, a large volume of, of orders,
2: or both? Um, yeah, what, it's, what does it's, marketing is, look it is, like it is both? I wouldn't say that there's massive orders. Obviously, we get here and there an order that's fifty thousand plus, but mm-hmm. it's not like we have you know less sub a thousand customers. And one of our customers accounts for majority of the revenue. We have over five thousand customers, mm-hmm. and our average order size is about two thousand dollars. in average order mm-hmm. size. Right. Um, more recently it's been closer to 4000 during this pandemic because people are buying and using us for distribution so they're buying larger orders in bulk and distributing it but it's not like when, a when you say
0: people are using are, are these businesses are these yeah. other partner businesses are these you know companies w-
2: it's, it's it's companies. Pandemic. We're strictly B2B. I would think of us as strictly B2B company. We don't sell the one-offs. It's not a regular consumer platform where you could buy a branded t-shirt with your logo. It's mm-hmm. You have to buy in bulk. We have minimum set for every single product. So it is for businesses, specifically for businesses. But how we design the platform is very much consumer driven because we realize whether you're an HR manager, an office manager, a marketing person, you are a consumer. So it needs to appeal to your sensibilities as a regular consumer. So it needs to be easy, it needs to be frictionless, it needs to be automated. So we built our platform and we designed the platform with with the individual in mind, not the business in mind. The design and user experience was with the bit with the user in mind to start. Ultimately, as we've grown, we've added additional features that really thought about the bold picture of businesses. How can it be used for the marketing team versus the sales team versus the London office, the New York office, the HR team? How can you really use our e-commerce and automated experience to really think about as a global scale? How can it work for all these different businesses? And in terms of marketing it's been a lot of throwing things at the wall and seeing what works. You know, I always like to think with traction channels it's never one answer that gets you the results you need. Yeah. So from the very beginning it was, we were traveling salesmen. It was me and my co-founder, Josh, we used to literally show up at offices unannounced, knocking on doors and wow. selling. We showed up with bags of swag and try to make sales. Cause that's, That's the means that we had in the beginning. Once we got our first row of blue chip companies that we could hold our hat on, then we started to transition to more of a Google paid advertising. Because Google, even though it was very expensive, we knew that the mentality of the person was further along in the funnel. They're looking for something specifically right now. Let's get in touch with them. Let's get that order. Then when we realized we got enough business, maybe it was like 100 to 200 customers at this point, we realized, well, it's way too expensive to grow. And it doesn't really do anything... We don't have any special sauce that's going to make us different than anyone else in terms of Google ads, right, at that point. So let's transition to more of a content strategy, and let's be super, super consistent with it. I think with content, it's all about consistency. It's putting out content every day. And what our strategy was, we had this amazing, memorable swag.com brand name. Once you hear it, you'll never forget it. So if you heard it today, you'll remember it next week. You'll remember it a year from now. Exactly. So what we did was, who's our core buyer? We have the office manager, we have the marketing teams, we have the HR manager. Let's write content that appeals to them, whether it has to do with swag or it has nothing to do with swag, but is relevant to them. They Google, they find the article, they read it, whether they remember swag or don't, who knows, but when they go to their browse and their business insider or Forbes or YouTube or whatever it is, we have advertisements and we retarget them with our swag.com branding. What happens is they don't even need to click on the retargeting ad because they see the name swag.com and they type it directly into the browser. Yep, we're able to bypass actually paying for acquisition because of how memorable the brand was, and that was by design from the very it's, beginning.
0: This is it's genius brand recall. It's it's just built into the name, you know. And um, yeah, who doesn't like to, who, who doesn't like to say the word swag? You know, swag. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Clavio is the e commerce marketing platform that helps brands build relationships with memorable email and SMS messages. Today, more than 50,000 brands like Living Proof, Hint, and Choppies choose Clavio to help them grow. Learn more and get started with the free trial at slash 2x. That is K L A V iyocom slash 2X. Um, so what's your advice to, to to listeners who essentially, who there might be two baskets of listeners, people who have a brand at the moment, they're not very happy with the brand recall, recallability mm-hmm. of, their, of their brand. And you have people who are about to start, and they're thinking, should I invest in, you know, in a, in a brand, in a memorable memorable brand, what's your advice to, 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 those, to, to, to those buckets of listeners?
2: That's a good question. I, I knew it was so needed for our specific industry. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say and make, and make a claim that you should definitely go all in, in terms of a brand recognition for a certain, you know, industry that I'm not really familiar with. I knew for promotional products, it was so needed because it's a $30 billion plus industry and there's no go-to brand. There's no place that you think this is the place to buy promotional products. So it was just kind of sitting on the table of why is no one taking this ability to own the brand in the space? And I'll take one step further. I think honestly, the biggest marketing initiative is something that is not like It's not even what's on the surface of what I mentioned before. The biggest way that we've actually been able to acquire customers is that every single product, every t-shirt that we sell says swag.com on the inner label. So when let's say Facebook buys 5,000 t-shirts, the the, the whole point of swag is to be given away. It's not like a pair of jeans where you wear jeans and it's the cooler, the more you wear it, it gets cool and, and, and roughed out. You buy 5,000 T-shirts, you're giving it away. And presumably the people that Facebook's giving those T-shirts away to are decision makers. They work at other companies or they're within the organization who are decision makers that you want to get people connected. Every single person who gets that T-shirt sees the quality, gets the instant social proof that that Facebook's using us, and sees swag.com with our tagline, we made this. It's very on the nose of, wow, let me check out swag.com. It's like the ultimate business card. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's distribution right there for you, You know, massive at scale. Um, how did you get your suppliers? How did you convince your suppliers, all your suppliers, because you have lots of suppliers to to change your labeling to swag dot com? You
2: know, in the very beginning, it was hard. No one in the beginning with everything with any business, no one's really going to you know give you the respect or, or do anything out of the ordinary unless you prove it. So the first year or so, we really just grew and we want to grow and show the growth that we're able to renegotiate with them, whether it was pricing and bringing down the cost, which we could pass those savings to our customer or, you know, white labeling specific products or even even more so our fulfillment center. Every single time someone makes a distribution, a normal process for distribution is you include a packing slip on every distribution. You get a packing mm-hmm. slip. So on every packing slip, we write in the small little thing, powered by swag.com. So okay. if somebody is shipping out 20,000 notebooks to 20,000 addresses, when they get the products, obviously it has their company logo, it has all that stuff. But there's a little packing slip that they could look who sent it, powered by swag.com. Clearly, they when they go to our site, they know that we not only do the swag, we do the distribution of swag. And we're doing it for big companies that just sent them stuff in the mail. So wherever we could get our name and our brand out there in a way that doesn't affect the customer at all. That's actually, you know, highlighting the customer, by the way, so much so that when we have our t-shirts on our site, that are called swag.com t-shirts. And we have a very similar product, the same exact price point from one of these other brands, our most popular product on our site is the swag.com t-shirt, the swag.com water bottle our brand is actually causing our customers to spend more on our site on those specific products. So it's showing that people are connecting to the swag.com brand, that people are valuing our curation and what products we're selecting and, and, and promoting. So it's, it's been really, really useful for us. And
0: There's a massive brand pool with, with name and with the way you're you're, dist- you're going about distributing it, you know, um, it's non intrusive, it's subtle and the name just, sits in well with with the product you know there's that um you know uh, affinity really when with the product and the brand so it just makes it just makes sense you know in, in that respect okay so let, let's talk about um technology you know um just before that you know in, in regards to marketing um i noticed you have your phone uh, phone number on your website you know right next to the brand how often is that um called do you have like um, a sales team that receive calls and um, or is so yeah, most it's just, of it on boarded on your site?
2: Yeah, most of it is not. Um, rarely do people call in, um, okay. which is there to make people feel safe that they can call. And we always have people who can respond to it. Majority of our orders are self-serve. But we have an intercom feature on our site, which has been our biggest use case. People Mm. come in, whether they want, you know, they want to make sure that their logo comes out perfect. They want to make sure that says the in-hand date is November 10th and they need it to be by November 8th. Can we do a rush on it? Any sort of question that causes any friction, they could just reach out. And we have a dedicated team that responds within a minute that will answer any questions you have, let you know what can be done, you know, let you know what type of product it is and the quality, et cetera. Give them the confidence to purchase. But really I would say 95% of our orders are just handled if they need any kind of confidence through the intercom. We do have mm-hmm. an inbound sales team for bigger orders. You know, if we're dealing with a big company that's looking for a hundred thousand dollar plus order and they want swag boxes and they want these boxes to be packaged and distributed to remote addresses, it's they're they're good to to put that kind of money on a credit card or pay through our system, they're going to want more of a handholding to walk through the platform. Exactly. So we do have a team that can walk them through, but over 95% of our orders are that frictionless. So
0: what, what intercom package are you are you on?
2: Um, I believe we're just like, we have four, four customer service reps right now for wow. all of our sales. So it's just wow. a small team, um, but they're working from nine to seven. And we say with they, you know, every, if everyone reaches out after seven o'clock Eastern time, we'll just say we follow up the next day and we'll get back to them you know, right. bright and early next day.
0: All right. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, is email heavy in, in your operation in your marketing? Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you, besides like newsletters, do you, do you do any email automation where you think, okay, this customer has not ordered from us in the last six months and they typically, typical cycles are? You know, every six months, do you, do you sort of try and win them back with, with automation, with automated Yeah, AI?
2: we, we definitely, definitely do that. But we're also mindful of not annoying customers. You know, right. we're here for when you need us. We don't want to be just constantly sending you stuff. So we're never right. going to do that. We send like a newsletter once a month. Well, if you haven't ordered in a couple of months and at that point where we think you probably will want to use it, we'll maybe send you an automated email, or we'll just have one of our account managers just directly reach out to you on a personal level to try to engage. But we're not the company to kind of blast people when they want. We want to have, when people buy from us, we want them to think about swag.com. What kind of CRM do you use? uh, We're using HubSpot.
0: HubSpot, okay. That's very, very good. Um, Let's talk about technology. Um, So, you know, build in... From, from what you've said and, you know, from the way the website actually works, it, it, it just means you, 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 the use cases first have been well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing having use cases is another executing. So what does your tech team look like? You know, how have you sort of built the infrastructure that powers swag and makes, um, you know, customer experience the way, uh, you know, the way it is, you know, which is world class. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've built our entire platform fully custom. We're not using out-of-the-box solution. Um, Frankly, I wish we could. In the very beginning, we looked at a lot of the solutions that are out there, the Shopify's. And by the way, I love Shopify for most e-commerce businesses. But our business is very complicated in terms of um, the, the pricing dynamics you know, every price, every product has different pricing, dynamic pricing based on the quantity that you're looking to buy, how many print locations, the front and the back and the number of colors in the print. It's very complicated to do something like that when you have 3000 different products and they're all different pricing calculations um, to make it automated on one of these out of the box solutions. So we had to build it from the ground up and we constantly been adding more and more people to the team. You know, the first year we had one developer. Now we have over 14 developers on the team full time. We're constantly chipping away at issues and really trying to learn from our customers. So we have I'm the head of products. I'm doing the user experience and design, but really the features that I have a lot of ideas of features and our team has a lot of ideas in terms of the design features, but really it's coming from our customers, our customer success team. That's really it. It's our customer success team talking Mm -hmm. to our customers every day, realizing their pain points, and then constantly sending you messages. Hey, Jeremy, here are 10 features that we think would really, really help either the ops team or the customers to check out. And we're constantly just prioritizing the customer. I think that's the main thing with us is always prioritize the customer. Because they know what they want yeah, better yeah, than we do. That's really, yeah, really
0: yeah, yeah. That that that's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant point. You know, in regards to looking at what your customers are doing. That those, you know, um, chat sessions, those conversations they're having on the front line, and bringing it back, feeding it back to product, and you know, making that um, actually come to fruition, really. Um, yeah, makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, what about international shipping? Um, do, so do you, uh, is it 100% us, um, Canada, or, um, do, do you find the odd, you know, person from Europe, you know, coming in to, to, to order from swag.com?
2: no no we ship we ship worldwide you know we have okay. a lot of customers who buy from us or maybe their their hub is based in the US because the majority of our customers are US based mm-hmm. but especially now where everyone's working remote everyone has different teams they want to have a consistency of quality um, they would buy a lot of stuff, hold it in our inventory, and then distribute the swag to all these different remote addresses, international, et cetera. And, and obviously, it, it, it could get expensive. And every you know, We don't want to claim that it's going to be the same ex, you know expense of US-based shipping. But we've worked, and we have world-class shipping experts on our team who have been able to figure out the best shipping rates for different countries, how to get the conversion. You know, There's a lot of times where people come to us and say, hey, my package from different companies that they work with, our package got held up in customs, or this or that. We've tried to build a process that allows people to distribute it and not get held up in customs get delivered really quickly yeah. um, And we have a lot of you know strategic strengths on our team frankly we have our head of logistics you know used to be one of you know a big player at Amazon and also did fresh direct and you know managing different teams and really understands the nuance of international and global shipping so it, it allows right. us to be always one step ahead
0: Right. Final question before we move on to our our lightning round is, um, just the, your aesthetics for design. Um, is that you, or do you have like, um, you know, an in-house designer who can, um, you know, sort of put just the, the, the nice use of color, you know, so I know you have like a popple theme going on, but you know, every other color is played, plays quite nicely side by side, whether it's the pink, whether it's the blue, whether it's green, orange, it's just visually appealing and the website loads really quickly so so what does design look like um in in uh, com?
2: yeah so my i'm the ceo but i'm also head of product and i have right. a uh, one we have one designer on our team our head of okay. design steven based in london okay and it's basically every day we just you know are bra- you know brainstorming and throwing ideas against the wall and trying to discuss kind of the color palette and what we want to. You know showcase and how we want to connect with our customers. Right. Swag.com, every single company has their own set of colors. Right. Yep. And, and Swag.com has we have our own kind of aesthetic and look. We just want to showcase to all of our customers that they should feel very confident using us. That's the main goal, whether it's the user experience, whether it's our brand name, whether it's our colors, whether it's the products that we're offering and we're creating, whether it's how automated the experience is, we just want to give them confidence at every single level and every single, you know, along the journey constant confidence that we are the best place to get swag. Right.
0: Right. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I, I guess we should move into our lightning round. I'm going to ask you about five questions and if you could use a single sentence, um, to, to answer each of them, it'd be great. Sure. Um, are you a morning person?
2: Yes, I wake up early. I just had a, uh, a daughter, my first child wow, uh, <laughs> a couple of months ago, so right. I do a uh, an hour walk before I start the work day every day
0: oh wow that's that's brilliant actually what time what time do you do do you do, you do your, your long work?
2: I do it from uh seven to about eight fifteen usually mm-hmm. and then I start okay. the work day at eight forty five
0: Not bad at all. That's a great hack. okay um what two things can't you live without
2: um besides the obvious, my family, um, Mm. I think in terms of the work, um, I can't live without my computer and a notepad. I'm constantly writing down ideas. I have to write it down and to kind of see, you know, what needs to be done on a daily basis.
0: What book are you currently reading?
2: (sighs) Book I'm currently reading. I'm I'm reading shoe dog.
0: Okay. It's a good book. It's a great book. Actually. Um, if you, what are the three indispensable tools used for, for managing your business?
2: Intercom. I don't know how our business would be in terms of mm. without intercom. We need that instant communication with the customers right when they're placing the order. HubSpot, being able to manage our CRM and know where people are in the funnel is insanely vital to us. Mm. Um, and Dialpad. You know, we use a service for phones so we can record, we can see the questions that customers are asking. It allows us to really understand what products and what features we should be building.
0: Okay. Final question. What's, what's been your best mistake to date? That, by that, I mean a setback that's given you the biggest feedback.
2: Ooh, setback. Um, okay. our, our fulfillment center. You know, we, when, Two years ago, when we started this distribution platform, none of the really large fulfillment centers would want to work with us. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have we didn't have the volume to justify it. Mm-hmm. So we had to work with the startup fulfillment center. That led to a lot of learning, but also ultimately when the pandemic hit, that company went bankrupt. So we had to shift all of those products to a new fulfillment center. At that point, we had the volume to justify working with this new fulfillment center. So we learned a lot. We got in the game very early on. It wasn't reactionary. We were proactive about getting in that space of doing distribution and realizing that was the new model and the future of promotional products but it also set us back because we had to do a lot of damage control until where we are right now where things are running a lot smoother.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Jeremy, I would just like to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I've lent a ton. Um, so has the audience, um, for those who want to reach out to, to, to you, um, or follow the brand you know, guys, go to swag.com. That's S W A G.com. It can't get any simpler than that. Um, Jeremy, are you active on any social platforms for people to follow you or, um, do you, do do you not?
2: Yeah. You can please, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, JeremyParker Parker, swag.com um, and Twitter. I post here and there, but really I post more on my LinkedIn account.
0: Okay. Awesome. It's been an absolute pleasure having you, Jeremy.
2: Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, cheers. Bye-bye.